Hello, and welcome to the Thrive Yoga and Wellness Podcast. My name is Jennifer Dixon, and today we're going to stay right inside of the asana or physical yoga practice as we talk about, discuss a little bit more asana. So stay tuned and maybe try something new. Take care and don't forget to subscribe to this channel. Hi, my name is Jennifer Dixon with Thrive Yoga and Wellness. Today for Thrive Online, we're going to talk about chair pose, Utkatasana in Sanskrit. This is a really common pose that you'll find in most flow-based classes, whether it's an Ashtanga class or a Vinyasa class, even in Hatha classes, you'll find chair pose, Utkatasana, in almost every flow. It's part of the opening warm-up series of Ashtanga. It's Utkatasana, it's Sun B, the first pose of Sun B. Now, the reason why it's really important to work on this pose is that it's a hard pose, first of all, and people tend to try to do things the easiest way possible, which generally means disengaging these big muscles and collapsing into the structure, your bones, which is not a good idea. We have these big muscles to support the structure for a reason, so let's learn how to do these poses correctly safely so we can support the structure instead of stress out the structure, right? So to get started, we're going to do toes together, heels slightly apart. I'll, sh I'll break down another form where your feet are about hips width distance apart. I'm going to teach you this way first. It's the traditional Ashtanga way of doing chair pose. You start out in Samas Titihi or mountain pose, toes together, heels apart, belly in, tailbone down, knees are soft, hands soft beside you. Now, to go into chair pose, you're going to sit down as low as you can, pretend you're trying to go for a little kid kindergartner chair. But what you don't want to do is sit down so low that you put all that pressure in the low back and you just let the belly go. So you only sit so low as you can keep the tailbone going down and keep the belly button to spine. So for me, it's about right here. I can keep the tailbone down and the belly in. Now the toes are together, the knees are pressing together. That's gonna help to inner spiral those knees, which engages the inner thighs a little bit more and gets a little bit more of the leg muscles in working. So your quads are working a lot, your glutes are working a lot to help keep that tailbone down and your belly is working a whole bunch. Your hands can stay here at heart center or they can reach up for the sky, rotating those pinkies towards each other to help encourage the shoulders down and away from the body. Remember the chest is proud, but you don't want to jut those ribs out because that makes the booty go out. So try to keep those ribs close into the body, tailbone down. If you can, you can bring your hands together overhead. Your gaze can be up towards the fingertips, but if that hurts the neck, go ahead and keep your chin tucked and just look up the top of the eyes like where your third eye center. Let me let you see it from the front. Toes together, heels apart, soft knees, bellies in, tailbones down, mountain pose. Coming into chair pose, you bend those knees a whole bunch, squeeze the knees together a whole bunch, draw the belly in, tailbone down, chest is proud without suiting those rib cages out. Bring your hands up high. They can be reaching up straight with the pinkies rotating towards each other or they can be touching overhead. Even if they're touching overhead, try to bring those shoulders down and away from the ears. I'm not a big fan of the chair poses where people lean forward and I'll show you why. So when, you do, when you're in a class and the, the folks are leaning forward in their chair, usually their feet are a little bit wider, and this is what you see. Booties out, tailbones, tailbones out, 
belly's disengaged and hands reaching here. This puts a whole bunch of pressure in that sacrum and the low, the low back, L3 through 5. That is not ever a good idea, especially I have an injury there, I have a herniated disc, so I do not like that version because you're disengaging the muscles that are in charge of supporting your structure. So if you want to practice this pose with your feet hips width distance apart, it's totally okay, but think about, and if you have a block, put that block in between your knees, squeeze the mess out of that block. That's going to force that tailbone to stay down, force that belly button to stay in, and then as you engage the muscles a little bit more, you're going to feel those little muscles on the back of your spine, that's your multifidus muscle, work a little bit more to help hold you up and your hands can reach up high. The other benefit of your hands reaching up high is that it's really working on mobility here along the lats and in the shoulder girdle in general. You can bring your hands together up high here or you can leave them apart. I love, love, love you of rotating your pinkies towards each other and I'll show you why. So check out my shoulders when I'm in chair pose and my hands are just willy-nilly. But when I rotate those pinkies towards each other, did you see how my shoulders went down and away from the ears? It's a really great way to create some space from the shoulders and it physically releases tension. We spend so much of our time like this to encourage your shoulders down and away. It will physically, you can feel the relaxation happen across your upper body just like that. It's a really great secret yoga tool. I hope you enjoyed today's tutorial on chair pose. Let me know if you have any questions in the comments below. I can't wait to see you in the studio soon or online inside the Thrive Online community. Take care, and I'll see you the next time on the mat. Namaste.